Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. If you're new, welcome on in. I'm so glad that you all are with us. We're in John chapter 3, and I got to tell you, this section of Scripture contains a principle. Now, now listen, this is true all throughout God's Word. There, there are principles that if you understand them and apply them, your life is better. Just regardless of where you are with the Lord, regardless of where your commitment is with Christ, I pray it's at the highest level possible, (laughs) right? That's what we want. But even if it isn't, recognizing these biblical principles and applying them will change your life forever. And we get one of those principles today. So let's get into it. In verse 22... Here's what's going on. John the Baptist exists. He's he's out there. He's still existing. He is still baptizing. He is still pointing people to Jesus. And let's pick up the story with him. Now, after this, after John, after Jesus had met with Nicodemus and talked about John 3.16, that's what's happened just prior to it. We pick up with John the Baptist. And so the Bible says, now, after this, Jesus and his disciples went into the Judean countryside. And he remained there with them, and he was baptized. And John also was baptizing at Eon near Salim, because water was plentiful there, and the people were coming and being baptized, for John had not yet been put into prison. Not long after this, John would be arrested and put into prison and eventually killed for his faith in Jesus. So it goes on, it says, Now a discussion arose between some of John's disciples and a Jew over purification. Now people argue about what this is about. Some people say that there were people arguing with John over his baptism, does it matter? Did it mean anything? Was he, a, was he a fake or a fraud? Some people say that they were arguing over the whole issue of purification through baptism anyway. Does that even matter? But I think it's a third option, and a lot of people believe, that this is beginning to talk about Jesus's popularity growing and John's popularity decreasing. Now, why do I believe that? Because of what these next few verses say. Check this out. Now, they came to John and said to him, now, Rabbi or teacher, he was with you um, on the other side of the Jordan, whom you bore witness to. Look, he is now baptized and all the people are going to him. So they come to John and they say, John, remember this Jesus who was with you over at the Jordan? Well, he's baptizing now. You're losing followers and he's gaining. Now, here's the principle. You got to catch this. John was immensely popular. He had huge followings. He was the greatest thing going on in the Galilean countryside, without a doubt. But I want you to listen to how he responds to this. He could have gotten jealous. He could have become combative. He could have downplayed Jesus. He could have taken attacks and shots at him. But look at what he says. So John answered and said, a person cannot receive one thing unless heaven gives it to him. You, you yourselves, Bear witness, bear me witness. In other words, remember what I have said. I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. So John says, look, you guys have to remember, I have told you this time and time again, that there's one coming after me whose sandals I'm not worthy to even untie. He's the one I've been pointing to. John profoundly, humbly, and clearly stays in his lane. There's the principle. Stay in your lane. When you're at your job and you're out there working, stay in your lane. 
Keep your mind on your task, on your job, and on your responsibility, and it's amazing how well things are going to go. If there's a church down the street from you that is absolutely blowing the doors off, stay in your lane. Let them stay in their lane. If God doesn't have that for you right now, ask the Lord to give it to you. Learn from the church down the street, but don't attack. Don't besperch or demean them. John could have done that. But he didn't. He said, do you remember from the very beginning? I told you someone's coming after me who's greater than me. And oh, by the way, this Jesus is him. Then he goes on, he says this. Now, the one who has the bride is the bridegroom. And the friend of the bridegroom, which is me, I stand in here and re- I hear about him. And when he comes, I greatly rejoice at his voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is now complete. He, listen, he must increase, but I must decrease. Verse 30, let me say it to you again. He must increase, but I must decrease. He uses a picture of the wedding. He says, hey, there's a wedding and there's the bridegroom. He's the one who gets the bride. Jesus is the one who gets the church. He's the one who gets to lead and control and direct the church. He's the one. He said, I'm just the friend of the bridegroom. So when I see him coming, I know the celebration's about to start. And man, I am rejoicing. I am rejoicing so much that I have to get out of the way so the bridegroom can take full possession of the bride and things should be like they're supposed to be. And so he says in verse 30 again, he, Jesus, must increase and I must decrease. Then he goes on and says this real quickly. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth belongs to the earth and speaks in an earthly way. But he who comes from heaven, talking about Jesus, is above all. He bears witness to what he has seen and heard. Yet no one receives his testimony because they don't understand it, right? They reject him. But whoever receives his testimony sets his seal to this, that God is true. When you come to know Jesus, the, the question is answered in your mind. There is a God. He is real, and he is a rewarder to those who seek him. That's what John is saying right here. For he whom God has sent utters the words of God, for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son, and the Son has been given all things into his hand. Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Do you know the Son today? Have you trusted him? Have you given him your all? If you have, then guess what's true? You have found that there is a God, he is real, and he has given you unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Be with us, Lord, as we live for you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, God's blessings on you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Grace for a Journey. We pray it's been a blessing to you. Connect with us at our website, www.graceforajourney.org, or you can find us on Facebook and YouTube. We hope to connect with you there.